Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? and Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Better Stuff Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. We have been looking for an opportunity to discuss all things Succession Season 3, and uh, today feels like the vibe, so we're going to get into it. I know that Millie and Sammy are, like, caught up. Are you caught up too, Elise? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fun. Okay, don't worry about spoiling it for me. I don't care. I just am not caught up. But we specifically wanted to talk about the Jeremy Strong profile because it got a lot of attention. Um, Like, we are... Men of questionable personality is is definitely a Thursday theme for us. So I think it fits. <laughs> so the weekend, over the weekend, the finale of Succession's third season aired on HBO. And alongside that, a New Yorker profile of actor Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall Roy, came out a few days before. It was titled On Succession, Jeremy Strong Doesn't Get the Joke. And it prompted quite a reaction. Why did it prompt quite a reaction? My understanding is just that like he presents Strong as... Um, a pretty self-serious person, very dedicated to his craft to an extent that might inconvenience or bother people. But what was so objectionable about this that like multiple people, there was like a coordinated press campaign to defend him from like Adam McKay to Jessica Chastain to Anne Hathaway saying, no, this man is lovely. Explain. Okay, I think because typically you don't get a profile where one's current co-workers are sort of openly as honest and frank about your your place in the in the workforce like <laughs> I think that just doesn't, that yeah. just doesn't typically happen and i think it's the, like a performance review honestly yeah and i think the unfiltered nature it's really more like a 360 feedback review mm-hmm. that is <laughs> oh, public Lord, you yeah. know it's like and you know everyone gets to weigh in on it <laughs> um and yeah i think that the specifics of the quotes were like very poignant um for example one was brian cox saying like he's worried about you know the process he puts himself through and one of them was uh kieran culkin was kind of just his quote, I don't remember exactly the quotes, but like, I was just like, this, you were calling him an asshole. Yeah. Um, well, well and, I think the yeah. quote was like, sorry, it's, the quote was like, uh, Jeremy's like, I think everyone's going to think that this is a comedy. And then, Ken, you know, Kieran's like, it is a comedy. So like, yeah, it's Th- just there were like, worse yeah. ones than that, though. They were like more direct about how he sort of um, oh, isolates himself. There was, isolates himself and also I thought kind of the shadiest thing that they said was that um they should try acting because because the whole he <laughs> oh, was sort Lawrence of implying quote. yeah yeah and they were agreeing with that and basically mm-hmm. saying like okay he he puts on this whole like 
production to put himself in a land where he can be delusional delusional enough yeah. to essentially be able to act the part. And I think the other people who are just approaching it, you know, I'm here, I'm ready to work with my co-actor and these are my mm -hmm. lines and these are your lines and we're going to run them as efficiently as we can. He sort of takes it to a place that I think the people in the, the, his co-workers don't really deem necessary. But yeah. they all acknowledge that he gets good results, so... Yeah, I mean, I do feel like um, he's really good as Kendall Roy, and the piece kind of does say, like, the way some actors are able to get there is by being real fucking weirdos. And I think that Jeremy Strong is one of those actors who gets there by being a complete weirdo. Um... I think the issue with like method acting stuff in general is it's usually something that's only afforded to male actors, though I do feel that Lady Gaga oh. is entering the space fantastically. <laughs> <laughs> Flawlessly. <laughs> I really do. I really it's, all, do. it's sounding to me like we can't really... We're, it sounds like we're in a weird space culturally where we can't maybe we're having trouble accepting the fact that a dude might be a little bit weird and a little bit off but like he's not problematic it's like you don't have to go run to defend him for being a weirdo like we don't need Adam McKay like Aaron Sorkin wrote a statement that Jessica yeah, that Chastain so tweeted on his behalf and it was just like he's just a little weird like it's okay nobody has to be like what it's fine what's the problem well it's it's difficult because we've gotten into a space with celebrities and because they have their own instagrams and everyone's social media and no one wants to be canceled like we're not getting like honest profiles that are like critiquing celebrities in that same way because they can cut off access to publications whenever so that that's a big fear and this was like the first one i think in a long time that's like this like again 360 of like he bankrupted his like uh, the yale acting department to like take up to give an award to al pacino like he does like <laughs> weird stuff you know it, 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 yeah. it's just like a weird thing but then it's also yeah. like it, I don't I think it's just like yeah he's weird he does this thing it makes it's it, it's inconveniencing it is like weird to go to a it's an office every or you know just to get the work example everyone is in there is like chatting they improv they have like great chemistry Jeremy famously doesn't rehearse with them he doesn't like he doesn't rehearse he won't do this like he he's very into it and it like it's a, probably really annoying to work with him but he does do good results you know and like it's also like, it's weird because it's like, uh, how can, yeah, like you were saying, Amanda, like, how can we bring attention to this or like, just be like, hey, that's a weird thing without it yeah. being like, all his fucking, it, it's like that they, some violence happened to him or like, yeah. everyone's making a right. statement and it's just like, did Aaron Sorkin do a statement for Black Lives Matter? <laughs> like, or something, that's what I'm just like, there are actual, right. it is 60 degrees in New York City today. Right. Like, there's things that you should be making statements right. about. It's like, is like, the thing you're most outraged today that not everybody likes my friend Jeremy? Like, it's fine. It's right. so interesting because it's like, yeah, if th there's been profiles like this about, maybe not profiles, but stories like this about like Catherine Heigl and Juliana Margulies and people do tend to defend them because there's like a sexist element. So I'm like, here, I'm like, it's fine. He's not going to suffer. Like, is, well, are people worried he's not going to get hired? Well, also, no, like, he did break. Yeah. Oh, he's fine. Yeah, he broke Isn't his femur he? and he broke his leg, like, doing this shit. 
Oh, yeah. That's well, like, that's he's obnoxious. actually gotten physically hurt. And that's what Brian Cox, too, was saying was like, which I think is true. And we talk about this all the time on Betches. It's like it's this American obsession to be like completely tied to your job and not yeah. have no identity and no work divided. And then that's where the try acting comes in. It's like this is a job and you show up. And I think that's where the concern is. But he just like throws himself. I, I shared a, a, a video of him from another movie where he's like, to get in character, I only have like seven photos of me and my mother, but to really fu- understand the try, I ripped up this photo of me and my mom to really get me there emotionally. And it's like, you're fucking Dude. crazy. But it's like, <laughs> also, I'm sure you, you, don't, you don't have, have to do, do that. that. <laughs> That's, yeah. I feel like he's making art, but, but he's acting like it's a one-man show while everyone else is going to work. And it's like, maybe, and I think it, look, the people who came out and defended him are very, quote unquote, serious artists. You know what I mean? I think, and I think they probably felt like an obligation to like, not only defend him, but in defend him in proxy for like the craft, you know, and, and that sort of serious acting. And it's like, okay, well, you also are in a workplace and he, like, he just is probably, it's almost as if the defense of him made it all feel more valid and more annoying. Because the Barbara Streisand effect, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it sort of proved the point that it's just all taken so seriously. And you know, as an actor, you're supposed to be able to take criticism. And I'm sure he probably didn't think that the, his process is fair game the same way his performance is. Mm-hmm. Well, also oh, it kind yeah. of just it makes sense. Like, I mean, if you watch Succession, it's basically like, especially this season was like everybody versus Kendall or mm-hmm. like it kind of makes sense that he comes in and it makes it even and even just comedy performing and comedy acting. At least you can speak to this. It's like it's funnier when the person's completely dead serious. Yeah, like he's so it hilarious just works. in the show because he takes everything so seriously. And like, yeah, I mean. The profile, it's a profile of an eccentric actor guy. And it's not like, it's not like he's not allowed in polite society or that right, there's yeah. accusations of him doing right. anything like heinous, really. It's just, he's like a weird guy. He's an eccentric guy. Uh, there's a long history of weird eccentric guys in Hollywood. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he's not even the weirdest or the most eccentric one. Jared Leto sent a rat to yeah, uh, Margot Robbie's house. Yeah. He's not doing that. I mean, it's sort of like, this is who you are and he should just own it and accept that this is the, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay, right, it's to okay be this no, weirdo. And it's okay if not everybody likes it. But I think it's just yeah. like our like our like amygdalas from the po- in the post me too are like, he's fine. He didn't why he didn't touch any ladies. It's like nobody said <laughs> he did. It's fine. He's just a weird dude. <laughs> We're always right. listen, I feel like there's all these themes that I always bring back, but it's also like you wanna act however you wanna act yeah, and exactly. not have any consequences for it. Like it's just like, yeah, like if you're going to be weird and lock yourself up and not let makeup artists say hi to you and all this shit to get in character, do you and it works. But also people are entitled to be like, that's fucking weird. And like, whatever, you know, exactly. And, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world that like, like maybe the price you pay for being like a weird, like a weird genius guy is that sometimes people are going to be like, he's acting like a weird genius guy. Yeah. Like, and I think, you know what, that is, that is right. gender progress.
Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying, he loves airplanes, he loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. I'm Betch's co-founder, Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Do you guys want to share any of your, uh, of your Succession Season 3 hot takes? Ooh, I think Greg is the worst person in the family. That's a real hot take. I think Greg is the worst person because he had exposure. He did. He could have had a different life. He knew like he was exposed to another kind of life and he chose to be with these nasty, terrible people and screw (laughs) Mm -hmm. them all over. So to me, that makes Greg the worst where all these other kids had no choice and they've they've all been abused and terrible. But Greg's (laughs) he could have he could have been better. So he's the worst to me. That's a great hot take. Love that. Um, I don't have a hot take, but I can say what I'm looking forward to. I, no, I mean, it's yes. a spoiler, I guess, but we're assuming people have seen it. I yeah. am excited for Connor Roy's wedding. 
Oh yeah, I think it's gonna <laughs> yeah, end I with think the running. That, that is gonna be a mess, a mess. I love his fiance. I love I, Connor is makes me laugh so much, and I really love like. I feel like Donald Trump Jr. is Connor and Kendall at various points. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Him not having his dad's direct phone number to text him during the insurrection is very Connor. Um, <laughs> but the fact that he was trying to get him to stop a little bit is very Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, mm-hmm. we got to stop this shit. It's getting out of control. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's Kendall. So the fact that he's like, dad's not picking up my calls is Connor. <laughs> My yeah. hot take or prediction is that um, Shiv, Shiv and Tom's relationship is going to completely flip, and now she's going to be the one desperately trying to keep him, and <sighs> he is going to suddenly have all the power, and it's it's going to be an interesting wake up for her. Mm-hmm. Sammy, I'm going to bu- piggyback on that and say season four is going to be like Father and the Bride 2, where both Shiv and Carrie are pregnant at the same time. Yes. And they're going to be raising babies at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's on Carrie, I think Carrie's going to become like another contender for the throne. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, exciting. Like I mean... Regent. I mm-hmm. am realizing that I just said it's fine. It's not like anybody's comparing Jeremy Strong to like anybody bad but we did pair him in an episode about josh duggar but i think yeah, we might it's true listeners might not know exactly we did him a favor there. the <laughs> listeners might not know that comparison i think we're going to split this episode up in two for now that is our show until the end of democracy i'm amanda duberman i'm, I'm sammy oh sorry 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 we can do it in the same order as up top yeah sorry Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.